0: Did you know that one of the easiest ways to learn about wine is to play with the serving temperature? The temperature that you serve a wine at has one of the biggest impacts on how you experience it, both on your palate and through its aromatics. Today, I'm going to break down serving temperatures, why they matter, and how you can use them to develop your tasting skills and find wines that you enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to The Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, sommelier and wine educator, Erin Rosar, and I am so happy that you are here. If this is your first time listening in, a big welcome to you. And if you are already a subscriber, welcome back. Lovely to have you. As always, this episode can be listened to while you're in the wine shop, shopping online, or anytime that works best for you. Let's dive into today's topic. Today, we're talking service temperatures and how you can use them to enhance your experience, both from an aromatic and a flavor point of view. Wine is also about texture, and temperature can definitely change how you perceive a wine's texture on your palate. At the end of this episode, I'm gonna leave you with a really fun homework assignment in regards to temperature, so make sure you stay to the end because you're gonna definitely wanna try this at home. Today, we're talking service temperatures and how you're gonna be able to use them to enhance your experience with a glass of wine. They're going to allow you to explore aromatics, flavors, mouthfeel, and the texture with every glass that you try. We are going to break down service temperatures for sparkling wines, white wines, red wines, and sweet wines. Each one of those has a service temperature range. The guidelines are there for you as a recommendation so that you experience a wine style at its best. They're not meant to be super restrictive. They're definitely not meant to be super snotty. You can do you, as they say, and serve a wine at a different temperature that's recommended. I'll definitely talk later on in the show about some wine service temperatures that I like to play around with a little bit. You're going to find your own magic within those temperature ranges that work just for you. Are they hard facts? No, they're a range and they're there for you to use as guidelines of how to experience that wine style at its best. Now in regards to a baseline, where do temperature ranges start in regards to wine service? It's important to share that we don't serve wines below five degrees Celsius or 41 degrees Fahrenheit for the reason that if we do, it actually restricts you from experiencing the wine's flavors and aromas. Every range I'm going to give you today is above five degrees Celsius or 41 degrees Fahrenheit. Just so you know, there is a floor base of where we work up from. Let's start with sparkling wines. Sparkling wines are a little bit different because obviously we have bubbles. The serving temperature here serves a couple of purposes. The serving temperature is between 5 and 10 degrees Celsius, or 40 and 45 degrees Fahrenheit. And one of the main reasons for that cooler temperature range is because we want to keep those bubbles from being less volatile. The cooler temperature controls the bubbles, and you can think if you shake up a warm bottle of pop, how it explodes even faster. By chilling it, we help to control the energy behind the bubbles. In sparkling wine, the cooler temperature does serve a safety purpose, if you will, in that it helps us control the bubbles. The service temperature in sparkling wines also highlights their high acidity. Sparkling wines always have a wonderful high acidity. They're going to make your mouth water. That high acidity, the cooler temperature, makes that come alive and so it's going to help enhance your experiences with the flavors and the texture in the wine. By cooling that wine in the temperature range for sparkling wines, you're able to feel the texture of those individual bubbles in your mouth. We don't want a foamy mouthfeel. You will hear people talk about sparkling wine's mousse, and that is a nice, soft-feeling effervescence. It's not full-on foam, and that's definitely not what we want from a sparkling wine. The service temperature in sparkling wine serves two main purposes. First one, to control the volatility of those bubbles. If we control the bubbles, we have an enhanced experience. The second one is to chill the wine, the base wine, to make sure that we experience the high level of acidity that is the backbone of sparkling wine. By chilling it, we're going to experience more of that mouth-watering, wonderful texture. Now let's talk about white wines. For white wines, the range that we recommend for service is between six and 12 degrees Celsius, or 44 to 53 degrees Fahrenheit. The reason we have a bigger range compared to sparkling wines is because we have two different categories of white wines. And we're gonna actually do the same for red as well. We have our crisp white wines or a lighter style. Examples of these are like Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. And then we have our creamier or fuller bodied whites. You can think of a creamy oak style Chardonnay from California, for example. We have sort of two styles of white wines we're gonna work with cooler temperature for white wines is meant to help enhance that acidity in those clean, crisp styles, such as Pinot Grigio from Italy, Semillon Blanc from New Zealand, or Chablis from France. By serving the wine at a cooler temperature, we allow those fruit flavors that are generally more citrus-based. Think about a lemon. Generally, you'll serve a lemon squeezed into water, and you want to experience those crisp flavors and that mouth sensation when it's a little bit cooler. If you think about an apple, when we bite into a red apple, it's a bit nicer if it's actually a little bit warmer. We experience more of the tartness of the apple, the acidity, but we also get to experience the other side of the fruit, which is a little bit more savory. By playing with the surface temperature in white wines, we keep the lower end of the to those clean, crisp, generally un oaked styles, and when we get into fuller body wines, much like a creamy Chardonnay from California, for example, which is going to be filled with red apple flavors, some vanilla, toast. It's going to have a bit of oak treatment to it. We're going to get that vanilla flavor. Those we serve warmer, and that warmer temperature allows for those richer flavors to showcase themselves in the glass. With white wines, it's important to know that when you take a white wine out of the fridge, it's probably going to be too cold. And this is where you can play a bit and pour wine directly out of the fridge, and then wait a couple of minutes and see how the wine starts to open up. You're going to notice that the aromatics are subdued. Just like I said at the beginning of this episode, when wines are below five degrees Celsius, their aromatics are suppressed, so they can't release themselves. They're sort of hidden, if you will. And when we think about wine temperatures, I want you to think about people for a minute. When you're cold, you tighten up, you snuggle up in a blanket or you put a sweater on and you're closed and you just stand there and shiver and you're not really open to conversation. When you are comfortable at your right temperature, you're chatty and you're hanging out with everybody and you love to see everybody. When you are too hot, when you are uncomfortable or too warm, then you get lazy. You're not really inspired to do much and wine is much the same way. So when we think about wine temperatures, think a little bit about how you react in temperatures, and wine is very similar to that. With white wines, we have this range. Wines that are un-oaked or lighter in body and style, we generally served colder. Wines that are richer, fuller-bodied have some oak treatment to them, more creamy textures. Then we are going to serve them on the warmer end of the spectrum. You can play. Like I said, you're going to do you and find the range that works best for you. But know that we do have a range that allows you to experiment within it. Let's talk about red wines the red wine range is even larger because again, we're going to break it down into two different profiles. We're gonna go from 12 to 18 degrees Celsius or 60 to 63 degrees Fahrenheit for lighter style reds and for richer or really full-bodied reds, we go from 17 to 21 degrees Celsius or 63 to 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Generally, if you think a red wine bottle should be room temperature, generally that's sort of a safe zone. White wines you want cool to touch and sparkling should be cold to touch. So as a reference point of how the bottle is gonna feel in your hands, that's something you can use as well. Lighter red styles, these are going to be like Chianti from Tuscany, Pinot Noir from Burgundy or from California. Lighter reds, what we're doing is some of those red styles will have a little bit of acidity or softer tannins potentially. And when we chill tannins, tannins are that mouth drying sensation in your mouth, When we chill red wines that have tannins in them, the tannins become more astringent or feel tighter and a little bit uncomfortable, if you will. So we need to raise the temperature in a glass of red wine so that the fruit and the tannins and the texture of the wine feel comfortable. The best analogy i have for you here is a strawberry if you have a strawberry in the fridge and you take it out and you take a bite of it when it's super cold it's not always comfortable you kind of make a face you maybe take a small bite because you know it's almost going to hurt to take a bite of that cold strawberry when a strawberry is warm or room temperature has been in the sun a little bit not only do the flavors come alive more in that strawberry but it's more comfortable for you to enjoy use that analogy as you're thinking about the temperature range for red wines Lighter red wine styles are going to be served at room temperature with maybe just an edge of chill. And you can play with this a little bit. Wines with lower tannin styles, we can actually chill further. One big red wine that plays a bit with the rule here is de California. Zinfandel can be made in a style that is lighter in tannin, but has lots of fruit flavor. It is a wonderful style to enjoy with barbecued foods outside on the deck. Zinfandel we can actually chill in the fridge and serve it as a grown-up Kool-Aid. It's not going to be ice cold, but it will have a bit of an edge, which can make it refreshing. Same with sparkling Shiraz it is definitely one of these wine styles that we can play with temperature for reds. But generally, red wines. We always serve at room temperature, but fuller-bodied reds with lots of those aromatics, big Cabernets, Malbecs, for example. We're going to serve on the warmer side of that spectrum, same as Shiraz from Australia, because by doing so, we're going to allow the tannins to be a bit softer so that mouth-drying sensation won't feel so aggressive, as well as the fruit flavors in the red wines are going to be able to jump out of the glass and share with you all that they have to say with their wonderful flavors. Now let's talk about sweet wines. With sweet wines, we have a recommended range between six and 10 degrees Celsius and 46 and 50 degrees Fahrenheit. This recommended range is probably the most variable. The reason being is that with sweet wines, we really have to consider the acidity. It's also about how do we balance the amount of sugar. Think about warm pop. If you have pop or soda that is warmed up, no ice, it feels even sweeter than it is. You put the ice in to help bring down that texture of sweets. And so when we're talking about serving temperatures for sweet wines, what we're looking for is to use temperature as a way to control your experience in the glass. We need enough of a chill factor in the temperature range to be able to highlight the acidity, because every wine is going to have some acidity on the background. In sweet wines, we really want to bring that up, otherwise the wine is going to seem too gooey or too sweet. And we'll hear this sometime. As a Canadian, I will hear people who have experienced Canadian ice wine, and one of the comments I will hear often is that it was just too sweet. And what we can do here is if we chill that wine, potentially even below that five degrees Celsius that I said was our baseline, if I chill it a little bit deeper, I can change your perception and your experience with the wine. So by chilling the wine, I will actually mute the aromatics, but also some of the flavors. So you won't pick up all of the the sweetness, you won't pick up all of the sugar, but you will get an enhanced level of acidity, that mouth-watering sensation, which will make the wine feel like it is more in balance for you. For ports, ice wines, any type of sweet style of wine that you enjoy, temperature is really something you're going to need to play with. Some of it will depend on how sweet you like things. If you take a lot of sugar, for example, in your coffee or tea, you'll be more comfortable with a sweet wine served at a warmer temperature. If you have more of a bitter profile, you enjoy dark chocolate, black coffee, then serving a sweet wine colder is going to help you experience it at a more comfortable level for you. So with sweet wines, we have a range, but you're going to play with it a little bit bit to find the right place, but know that if you have a sweet wine and it just seems like it is too sweet for you, try chilling it a little bit further and see if your experience changes. Now, your homework for this week, if we talk about the different temperature ranges, because we've gone through sparkling wine, whites, we've broken those down into light wine styles and full-bodied. We've done the same for reds where we've had a light style red and a full-bodied red. We've talked about sweet wines. Now it's your chance to do a little bit of homework and play with temperature and you can do this with juice you can do this with soda or pop you can play with other beverages not just wine this is going to work for them as well my homework for you is to pour two glasses of wine from the same bottle leave one on the counter for an hour and leave one in the fridge so you're gonna have the same wine in two different environments then you're going to sit down and try them side by side so you're going to first nose the wine, so you're going to smell the aromatics, give it a slight swirl just to shake up those aromatics for you to release them, and then you're going to take a sip and see how it changes. What you're probably going to experience is the aromatics are going to seem tighter, they're going to not be as expressive on the nose in the cooler temperature, and same with the flavors. What you might find, depending if you're having red or white wine, with the white wines you're gonna experience an enhanced level of acidity, so your mouth's gonna water more with the cooler style. With red wines, if you've chilled a glass of red wine, you're going to feel those tannins be a bit more stringent or grippy, more aggressive in the red, as well as the fruit flavors in the red wine are going to seem a little bit more subdued, so you're not gonna get all those flavors. So fun homework for you two glasses, same bottle of wine, one in the fridge for an hour, one on the counter. Try them side by side. I hope you've learned about wine serving temperatures. Know that they are arranged, they are a guideline, they're not hard, fast rules, and ultimately it's about you finding the perfect temperature to experience wine at its best. As always, it's been wonderful to hang out with you today. I hope you've enjoyed this mini lesson as we've gone through wine serving temperatures and hopefully you've got a better understanding of how you can impact your experience just by changing the temperature of a wine. If you're not already subscribed, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Have a great week. Cheers to you. Bye now.